get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. That's Alex Ferrario. He's Tanner Hendricks, and I'm Brandon Kylie. You should tune in tonight at about 6 o'clock. In fact, about 6 o'clock on the dot. That's right. Maybe. The NHL expansion draft show, there is a lot still to be determined on who Seattle will take in this expansion draft. It's- yeah, there's two teams. There's two teams that have to be determined still. A lot. A lot lot of intrigue for tonight. And you'll hear about it all with Alex Ferrario and Chris Kerber and Joey Vitale right here on your home for the Blues 101 ESPN. And right now we're going out to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line to be joined by the voice of the Blues, Chris Kerber. Kerbs, how are you doing today on a big day for the Blues and for the NHL? Guys, I'm doing well. How are you? Doing fantastic. So it has been released now. It's speculated, however you want to look at it. It sounds like Vince Dunn is going to be the pick for Seattle. Uh, That's going to be the guy they take from the Blues. Any surprise on this, Curbs? No, none. I I think, shoot, guys, I mean, even when we were talking about this scenario, uh, middle of the hockey season, right? I mean, uh, a while back, he looked like, you know, an an absolute odds-on favorite to go uh, from the St. Louis Blues. I think they made it intriguing with Vladimir Tarasenko becoming, you know, available. And I'm sure that the tires were kicked you know, along those roads and, and on all the different scenarios that, that went with it. But the right choice uh, and, and the smart choice based on what the Blues had available from a Seattle standpoint would be Vince Dunn. So I'm not surprised. I, I will I will give you this perspective here real quick on, on, on how to look at this, at least in my opinion. All right. I think that if the St. Louis Blues had been able to trade Vince Dunn at some point in time last season, I believe they would have done it. Um, you know, I, I think his play with the Blues is leveled off. Um, you know, in the end, he was injured, couldn't get back at it, uh, he, he, you know, and, and, and didn't finish the season by playing, which is a shame. You know, but I think the Blues probably, and I think even after the season, the Blues probably looked at a trade of Vince Dunn because some people are going to say, well, if you, why, why wouldn't you trade to get something for him? One way to look at this is that if, let's say you would have gotten a second-round pick or even a third-round pick for Vince Dunn. And I don't know that you'd have gotten more than that. I don't think you'd have gotten a player back for Vince Dunn, to be honest with you, at this point in time. Instead of, instead of trading him for a third-round pick, which isn't going to impact your team for four, five, maybe six years, right? you leave a player, that, since you know you're going to lose a good player, that could be an enticing one for Seattle to pick. They pick him. And then, you know, the result is you don't lose another player like Amikola or somebody else along those lines that could be an impactful player for you down the road. So this this one, in a lot of ways, made sense to me. So, Curbs, how do you view the defensive unit for the Blues now if they do lose Vince Dunn and the guys that are on contract are still here? Well, I, I, I mean, the, the same way as before, because 
Yeah, I, I think you figured that either Vince Dunn was a going to be gone, and you had to you had to think that way too because of the contract situation before, right? When when they were having a hard time coming to contract terms. So to me, I, I think that the step forward is is a Scott Perunovich filling in. I think we saw the way Mitch Rinky was used down the stretch uh, by the Blues. Uh, that uh, I think they figured they got a player in him, and and I think that's something that Craig Berube saw. So I think that led to the comfort level that if Vince Dunn is the player taken by Seattle that you know the blues are going to be able to fill that hole it, it was more important for them i think to protect you know those top three guys and and they did that and, and now you know you hope that perunovich can be healthy and, and really come in and make the impact that, that they thought they were going to get when they signed this guy as the top college player do you think they still need to add a defenseman to that group via free agency or trade curbs Need and want might be two different things, Brandon. I, I do think that uh, based on the history that we've seen with the way Doug Armstrong likes to build his defensive core, um, I, I think they've got enough guys to fill some holes now um, if you had to. But based on the cap space available you know, and what's available, I do think that if you can go out and find another and if Doug Armstrong has a chance to go get another kind of consistent, something he can rely on, veteran defenseman, I think absolutely that's something the Blues would like to do. And that's just based on the history of how stacked Doug Armstrong likes to have his defense. I mean, look, we had Carl Gunnarsson for a long time. In the last couple of years, he might have been in and out of the lineup. But he'd miss a, he'd be out of the lineup as a healthy scratch. Then he'd be in your top pairing with Alex Petrangelo. And, and I think somebody very valuable like that is somebody that i I, I got to believe Doug Armstrong would love to uh, to find the next Carl Gunnarsson type player. So curves with Vince Dunn looking like being selected by the Seattle Kraken, it makes the Vladimir Tarasenko saga kind of continue for Doug Armstrong. How tough of a job do you think this is going to be now with Doug looking for some type of trade route for him again? I don't think it changes. I really don't. Uh, I, I think I think it's status quo. I think you expose him, and if Seattle was able to make a deal, and this ought to tell you something, guys, in my opinion. All right, because Seattle could have absorbed some salary if, if they wanted to and if they needed to. All right, and they could have made some trades for Vladimir Tarasenko, but even they chose not to do it. So there's if, if Seattle had a return that they felt was going to be good for them, they'd have they'd have they would have chosen Vladimir Tarasenko. There obviously wasn't enough of a return to intrigue them enough to say that that was worth it versus taking Vince Dunn. So to me. The scenarios now are once teams know who they're going to lose, they'll know their cap situation. They'll know their player situation. Does that open other suitors for Tarasenko? Potentially, we'll have to wait and see. But if you're the St. Louis Blues, and again, and I, and I believe Vladimir Tarasenko will probably at some point either have to or already has expanded his list of teams if he wants to be out of here badly enough. But I'll go back to this. The Blues have him under contract, right? I mean, he, what's his choice? His choice is to play or don't play, you know, and I think it looks bad on him if the Blues can't get the deal they want and they keep him on the roster and he decides not to play. That, that really hurts Vladimir in a lot of ways here too. So uh, I don't know that this situation changes. I don't think it makes it any more difficult. and I don't think it makes it any easier. Uh, I just think what it does is it took some of the question marks of, you know, the, the Seattle play, I guess, potentially out of it. So it does clarify things but doesn't necessarily make it more difficult. Chris Kerber, the voice of the Blues, is joining us here on 101 ESPN for another couple of minutes. You can hear him with Alex Ferrario tonight on the NHL Expansion Draft Show. That's going to start coming up at 6 o'clock again, right here on your home for the Blues, 101 ESPN. So, Kerbs, I guess my follow-up question to that would be, 
then what are you looking for 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 Vladimir Tarasenko? Because you, I, I think I tend to agree with you. If Seattle wasn't able to get an intriguing enough deal done, there's probably not a ton out there right now for you if you're the Blues in, in return for Vladdy. But it, it seems like this relationship is irreparably harmed. So are you looking to get a hockey trade here? Are you looking for whoever will give you the best asset and will take on the most amount of money? What do you think is the priority now as you look around for potential deals? uh, This will be a little bit vague of an answer, and I apologize for that, Brandon. But to me, the the priority is the best possible situation for the St. Louis Blues, whatever that is. And and I I believe, look, look, Vladimir Tarasenko hasn't had a very good last couple of years, guys. I mean, from a health standpoint or whatever, and even when he was supposedly healthy or healthy enough to be cleared by himself and to be cleared by doctors to play, right, he hasn't played well, all right? So he's got something to prove here. In my opinion, when I when I look at what the Blues can get from him, I think, one, other teams are going to do it the right way, and they're going to try and get the Blues to retain as much salary as possible. Doug Armstrong is going to stand his ground. That apparently has happened. Right? Do teams now look at their situation and say instead of asking the Blues to cover three million of a salary, do they come back and say cover one and a half million? Does that change the Blues' perspective on things? Maybe. We'll have to wait and see how that goes. I don't think you move Vladimir Tarasenko unless you're dealing with some prospect or somebody coming back on, on this side of it. You know, with, with at least a pick or two. I mean, this guy has been an elite goal scorer. So even though Vladimir is trying to force the Blues' hand by saying he he's going to demand a trade, even though he can kind of he has to agree to the team that he goes to. If you're the Blues, I don't think you handle this any other way other than saying we're going to wait, we're going to see how it goes, and if we find a deal, we'll make it. If we don't, you're under contract for us, and then you make the decision of whether or not you're going to play. And and that that to me is is where that is. I I, I do think that this just feels to me, Brandon. It just feels to me like like you're going to get a better value for Vladimir Tarasenko if he comes in and lights it up a little bit. You know, like if he really wants to, like part of the incentive. Are you saying be, on the and, blues curbs? Yeah, I am. I'm, I'm saying, guys, I I don't believe that Doug Armstrong is going to make a trade just to make a trade. If a trade gets made, and it, and I think both sides would like to see that happen at this point, but if a trade gets made, it's got to be one that's beneficial to the blues. And if Vladimir and his camp have a problem with that, well, they need to look in the mirror because they're doing what's best for them. So Doug Armstrong has to do what's best for his team. And and I do think that it may come down to if, if if you just can't find that deal yet, right? And 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 it doesn't sit right with Doug. Your best option is you look at the player and say you want to get traded, play your butt off so you, uh, you're marketable because right now you're not marketable, you know. And and this is look, this has to be a little bit of a shot here, guys. All right, a top goal scorer with potential like that at seven and a half million is not a stiff cap hit. It is not a stiff cap hit when you're going to see guys continue to sign for eight and a half, nine and a half, ten. Right? Look at what Jack Eichel signed for, for example. Okay, this is this is this is not a major cap hit, and he doesn't have major term with two. It's only two years left. This is not a high risk for for some of these teams, right? So it ought to be a bit of a uh, of an eye opener and a wake up call. I think to Vladimir Tarasenko and his camp, the fact that one. Doug Armstrong couldn't find a good enough return to trade him prior to the expansion draft. And two, the Seattle Kraken could have had him for nothing and chose not to get him, or they could have taken him and then traded him to get value and didn't see value in that aspect of it. So that's a bit of a message being sent, I think, to his camp. 
And that would be fascinating if he ended up having to show up to training camp, given what we've already seen. Curbs, we appreciate the time, man. I'm looking forward to hearing you with Alex tonight on the Expansion Draft Show. I know that a lot of the intrigue for who will specifically be selected, uh, that's been kind of ruined by the the day's reports so far. But I'm super interested to hear your guys' analysis of all of this, and in particular, what you have to say on both the Blues pick and also the Carey Price situation with him not being selected in this draft. Looking forward to that. We'll talk with you again next week, my man. All right, guys. Uh, Joe Vitale will be with us tonight, too. So looking forward to it. And uh, we'll talk to you guys this evening. The Venture X card from Capital One gives you more of what you love, like premium travel benefits and access to Taylor Swift tickets. Oh, I do love her. Earn five times miles on flights and 10 times miles on hotels through Capital One Travel. Enjoy your stay in Suite 13. Whoa, 13? That's Taylor's lucky number. Plus, get access to Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, presented by Capital One. Maybe I'll see you there. The Venture X card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. With Black Friday savings at the Home Depot, you'll find top brand kitchen appliances with innovative features that can do more so your holidays can be more. Ovens with built-in air fryers for baking the perfect cookies. Dishwashers with smart tech to clean everything from bakeware to festive mugs. And high-capacity refrigerators to keep leftovers fresh. Shop Black Friday savings and get up to 30% off, plus instantly save up to $750 on select GE kitchen packages at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Offer valid November 2nd through November 30th. U.S. only. See store or online for details.